Oh, hello there, boys and ghouls. Thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of It Came From Cherry Hill, and Happy New Year to you, Rob. How are you this fine evening? Ah, oh, man, it's a beautiful and horrifying 2020. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, yes, my man. You know what? And I'm also looking forward to this episode because it has been since last year since we talked Monster Mania, if you can believe it or not. You have, you've been waiting all day to make that joke, haven't you? You know, I, I kind of love and hate that joke when someone says, like, <laughs> hey, I haven't seen you since last year. Like, <laughs> it's the worst, but hopefully this episode will be the best for you as we do our best to cover everything and everything Monster Mania. And, Rob, you actually just shared with me uh, your um, your part of the show notes, uh, and I, I haven't looked at them. Uh, I have followed your wishes. Everything is a complete surprise that you have on there, and I even have a few, you know, like little tidbits for you as well so if you want to go ahead if you want to roll right into it um we can we can do this thing oh sure we want to uh we want to start off with uh, a little toy news we're gonna start off there yeah let's let's do it man i could uh looking around this room uh i could probably you know like knock down a wall or something and find space for something <laughs> well uh you know i'm sure everyone's budgets are hurting i know my christmas Ugh. was quite good to me uh it was commented on multiple occasions my christmas was basically like a six-year-old's christmas in that i got action figures and action figures only so of course i am never sated i need more i need more plastic so yeah the two minor pieces of news that popped out of kind of the toy world um the first one uh, let's talk about let's let's kind of stick with right with uh right with our horror theme and let's talk about uh NECA so NECA does a every year they do kind of a holiday teaser of stuff they're working on pre-production sculpts some kind of cool things so there's a couple interesting photos that popped out uh one of which is really interesting and I I searched today and I can't figure it out they posted a medal it is a 1932 gold olympic medal uh molded in plastic Glenn, can you think of a horror movie that involves around the Olympics? A horror movie? Now, is this is this a quiz? Do you know? Do you know the I answer? I do not this? know the answer. You don't know the answer. An Olympic horror movie, um, or, or a horror movie where an Olympic gold medal is featured in some way, shape, or form. Really, any movie where an Olympic gold medal <laughs> is formed. I went on. I'm ashamed to admit, a little bit too long today trying to find the answer to this question. I'm sure most of the internet did as well because everyone kind of saw the photo and I'm sure said the same thing I did, which is, what? Huh? What is this a tease for? I mean, unless it's the medal from the 1992 Goodwill Games and Mighty Ducks too, then I really don't know <laughs> what else it could be, you know? So that's a, that's a cool little interesting tease. Uh, it's obviously an accessory to some type of figure that they're doing. Uh, NECA, uh, to my knowledge, has never done uh, like a real-to-life sports thing, nor why would you do something around the 1932 Olympics, but who knows? That was pretty cool. Um, and if anyone out there has any ideas, I would I would be very interested in hearing uh, any opinions on the matter. Uh, one of the other things is they teased uh, some packaging uh, for Halloween three. So they oh, teased cool. they teased some packaging for some of the Halloween uh, three figure Halloween three figure three pack. Uh, that's that's a tongue twister. Um, and they look really cool and really interesting. And and I'm not a Halloween fan which is probably why I love Halloween 3 so much. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different. Yeah, it makes sense. Because it's so wonky. And that's a, that's, a, that's a figure pack I'm pretty interested in. So it was cool to see that. Uh, but let's talk about the two big ones. Um, I think the biggest one that they showed was um, they have a uh, Alien Ripley uh, 40th anniversary teaser. Um, go ahead and check it out. I threw it in the link and you can get a look at it. It's Definitely going to look at this. It's obviously pre-production. It's not completely painted yet, but the sculpt looks 
awesome. The accessories that come with it look spectacular. Um, and that, that Ripley is, you know, iconic. So it's, it's really, it's a, it looks really cool. Obviously no paint applied yet to her face. Um, but the blocking is there. The sculpt is there. It looks really, really cool. Yeah, that's yeah, that's really neat looking. I'm I'm gonna take these links uh, that you that you sent and uh, and I'm gonna put them in our show notes. So you're not just uh, listening to us being like, "Well, that sounds neat," but what <laughs> are they talking about? So you'll find all these links in the actual show notes as well. So you can check out uh, Alien Ripley and yeah, uh, the 1932 Olympic gold medal accessory for an unnamed figure. Is that the um? I'm not I'm not the history uh, buff that that you are. Uh, uh, Rob, but is that the Olympics that took place during Nazi in Nazi Germany? Uh, no, that was the thirty six. Uh, okay, that was thirty six. So, like, I don't know. Like I said, it it's such a weird and random thing. And like I said, NECA, I to my knowledge, has never done like a real person. Like, I don't want to say a real person, but like you know, a historical figure. Yeah. And why would you choose the nineteen thirty two Olympics of all things? It's it's strange. It's a cool little teaser because everyone's obviously in the same boat trying to figure it out but uh yeah ripley figure looks really awesome looks like it's uh, gonna come along nicely uh, i'm super excited for it it looks like it's pretty far along uh which is even better so that's great yeah and this halloween three pack looks super cool yeah looks totally awesome um cool thing about that uh, about this is that like you don't necessarily have to be a halloween like you know fan to like this um you know because it's uh because it's season of the witch uh, but also like if you just like halloween in general like the holiday I, I, this looks cool yeah they're cool looking the uh I, NECA has really um i feel like in 2019 especially and i'm not a big uh i'm not a teenage mutant ninja turtles collector i have fond memories of it but it's not in my collecting sphere and uh they just put out a two-pack of the bebop and rocksteady and the paint application and the look of those figures is spectacular um and there's a lot of that throughout 2019 neca has has upped their game so significantly and they they also understand where their roots came from because they were they were horror they were they started with horror they've branched out obviously since then and gotten much bigger but you know number one they're hometown boys they like horror movies and they make really cool stuff um so yeah i'm super pumped about the ripley the other thing that i was really pumped about on this teaser list and i am i am not a huge uh predator collector but the fugitive predator oh yeah uh looks just uh, they could put that out today and i'd buy it um predators they're doing NECA's doing really fun things with their light up functions and their features uh and this one has these has these really piercing white eyes and there's a dark blue uh on black paint job i mean like i said they could put that out today and i'd buy it um hands down no question uh i'm in I wonder if this has the same type of uh, lighting effects that their uh, Ultimate Pennywise does. I actually have the uh, NECA Ultimate Pennywise uh, with the different heads, and one of them is like the Deadlights head, where you put it on, you press a button, and you get that like light coming out of Pennywise's mouth. Um, I like this. I wonder if it's like the same type of, type of mechanism. Well, they've using. started to uh, they put it out the laser shot predator earlier this year, which I actually got for Christmas, um, and uh, that light up effect is very cool within the head. So I'm glad they're continuing on. Uh, I think the predator, especially the the glowing eyes, has a very cool you know not only just cool look to it, but it has a very fun nostalgic aspect to you know the original '90s uh, predator line. So they're doing a lot of really cool stuff there. So these were a couple teasers. Uh, those two specifically I was most excited for. And then that, that 32 Olympic medal is just a mystery. 
Who knows, my man? Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Um, one of the other things that popped up uh, recently, and again, this is uh, from our good friends over at Toy Arc, who uh, I adore. They're, they're where I go for almost all of my toy news uh, anymore, outside of them and like Reddit. But uh, so Hasbro put out uh, some SKUs uh, for some Ghostbuster, Ghostbusters, like Ghostbusters, uh, Ghostbusters uh, toys coming out for the new movie coming out this summer in 2020. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff on here, but what really interests me, and you can't tell a lot from from uh, from SKU listings, uh, because obviously the names don't mean a whole lot, but the prices do. And $20 is an interesting price point. That to me puts it up into the Marvel Legends type price point, which means that we may, and obviously Hasbro does quite well with Black Series. Um, so this lends me to believe that we may be getting some of that type of figure for Ghostbusters, which makes complete sense to me. It's a return to the original cast. Ghostbusters is a nostalgic item. Uh, it's something from our childhood, and we are collectors now. Like this, and there's nothing, there hasn't been anything um, of that type of figure on the market for, for Ghostbusters since, I want to say 2015, they put out some of those. There's been some stuff. Um, they came in with a really cool window uh, packaging. It was like Ghostbusters 2. They had a lot of like collector-type figures in that price point. Um, but really what we've been seeing a lot of is a lot of the higher end, you know, Mezco has put out, uh, the mm -hmm. original four, uh, you see sideshow collectibles has done some stuff. So there's been some like higher end stuff, but nothing in that sub 30, uh, realm. And that excites me, uh, $20, uh, 20 to $30 is if it's a good enough figure, especially in like the six to eight inch scale, like I'm in. Um, I'll buy, I'll buy my original four as well as anything, you know, cool ghosty that's going to come out from this new movie. Yeah. I mean, you saw, I'm assuming you saw the trailer as well for this movie. Is that, is that correct? I did. I did. Cause I'm pretty sure this dropped since the last time that we listened to, um, last time we listened to last time we recorded an episode. Yeah. It, and uh, look, man, like I, I think that they are, um, I think they're smart. I think they're going for, you're going to have the nostalgic, which, you know, you have your, your people coming back, but you're also going with, Hey, like, you know, kid adventures are, are big right now. Let's, you know, stranger things is one of the biggest shows on TV. Let's cash in. Um, let's make that happen. So yeah, super cool. Um, but yeah, I couldn't, I was trying to like, I was trying to like, you know, glean stuff from the names and I don't know, uh, you know, grizzly, zucchini, pepper, spinach. Like these are obviously just like, you know, made up names. But again, that price point of that $20 is interesting. Um, and like I said, hopefully it leads us to, again, some more collector level, black series level Ghostbuster stuff. That'd be awesome. I'm excited for that. It's interesting because, I mean, there's, uh, I mean, I guess, you know, it's fun to try to read into it and figure out what it might mean. And they could definitely be made up names. However, in the trailer for that Ghostbusters um, film, like it starts on a farm. These are all farm type things. These are fruits and vegetables. <laughs> like they had those kind of like wild out there toys um, with um, like, you know, in like with the 90s cartoon um, that were really kind of comical. I wonder like I would I would I would hope that we wouldn't see that uh, in this live action movie. Uh, but I mean, who knows? I would love to see. Um, I, and, and I think that, you know, again, NECA has done so well with these Kenner homages they put out for Alien, now Predator. 
I would love to see the again the Kenner homage to the the re, this would be real Ghostbusters from when we were kids the 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 cartoon series but the scare functions where you would like push the legs like the yeah, eyes yeah. would bulk out uh-huh, uh-huh. I would absolutely love to see a collector's version of those uh, in the current you know collector's market so like I said nothing really newsworthy about it other than we're going to get some figures it looks like they're going to be about 20 bucks and 20 bucks is that collector level you know six inch figure price point so to me it means we're going to at least be getting some of those and it you know when you really think about it 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 makes complete sense it's ghostbusters it's an 80s property all the kids from the 80s and 90s who watched it have money now (laughs) and and buy toys so shouldn't be a surprise anyone out there still cool it's like coming. I just I want to get. I want to see them. I want to. I want to play with them. I think they're. I feel like they're following like the formula like really like really really well. Um, because Stranger Things did it where it's basically just like you know a throwback to all those awesome movies that we watched when we were kids. And then it came along and was like, all right, I'm gonna take like you know one of the kids from Stranger Things and pretty much kind of cast that story mm-hmm. like that story in that same type of mold. And now like you have the same kid uh, Finn Wolfhard starring in the Ghostbusters remake, very much like you know a tale of all the kids. Uh, like this, what it seems like discovering this Ghostbusters technology that it seems like maybe people have forgotten about. Um, but it's that like it seems like it's going to be like another one of those kind of coming of age type stories a little bit, um, which which is cool to me because like I I really like those uh, and I feel like people in general tend to like those. They're more of like a positive film that people tend to get around, uh, and it being associated with a giant franchise like Ghostbusters, uh, it, it's it's going to work out because as you mentioned, like people like us who grew up with it, we're going to be into it, and this is, I think it's going to grab like it, it almost being like a remake in a way um even though it's also a sequel i feel like it's going to grab both sets of audiences yeah i hope so uh it, it's going to be interesting <laughs> uh, i did throw remakes over on our um on our list and i didn't tell you about it it's threw it on there and i was like because there's two movies out right now um i think we already talked about the black christmas remake on the last show yeah um which uh i believe you gave a uh i don't care we'll say it we'll say a very nice nice way to say is a thumbs down um but in the time that uh that we've done this uh actually came out i believe on the first uh and uh that's the remake of the grudge I care even less. Uh, which is, uh, it stars, uh, <laughs> did you ever see, uh, you saw Glow, right? Uh, yeah, I watched season one. Um, the, um, the actress who plays Liberty Bell, uh, she oh, cool. is the, um, she's the, the wife in the story. And the husband is actually Harold from Harold and Kumar. Uh, huh. so, and he was actually the lead in the exorcist television show, uh, which was actually pretty good. I actually like that show. Yeah. I was gonna say, it's actually pretty good. Um, if you haven't checked that out, you, you should. Um, but we're getting like more, I mean, we always have like remakes. Um, and I just wanted to like, I feel like remakes get a lot of hate, but is there a remake that you, that you like and or enjoy? Oh, that's a really good question. Um, obviously not this new grudge. Um, I mean, to be fair, you have not seen it yet. Have you ever seen a PG-13 horror movie that was dropped on New Year's Day be good? Hey, you know what? Like, <laughs> I mean, you, you had to hit me with the dropped on New Year's Day. Um, but, National uh, Hangover Day. Go watch a movie. I mean, that's that, that's true. And uh, um, on top of that, they also put an embargo on it for review. So there were no reviews all the way up until the midnight of its oh, release. Yeah. Um, so, which usually doesn't, like, you know doesn't really show off the fact that they have too much faith in the movie um but that being said like i always try to if i if i watch a preview or if i like a franchise i'm probably gonna go see the movie like i'm very like if i can like you know now in this segment of adult life it's not necessarily easy to get there um but if i really want to see something i'm gonna go see it um and then i'll make my mind up and 
So like what, like what do you what do you think? So as far as the as far as the remake question, I I have two. One of which is is probably more traditional and I actually think the the remake to uh, Hills Have Eyes uh, with Alexander Aja uh, was my first exposure to him. Um, and then I went back and watched High Tension, which is in my top 10 horror films of all time. Um, and he is just he that was a very fun, fun, if you can call it that retelling of that story, which, you know, Wes Craven's uh, version is remarkably gritty and of its time. This uh, glossed it up a bit. It was in the vein of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake, so it had that kind of look to it. Um, that's the best, I think, remake. The best, I'm going to call it reimagining, I think the Evil Dead reimagining from 2014 or 15 is Man, you spectacular. Hit me with, you hit me with quality right now. Um, I, I adore that movie. I think that it is... So I think I saw it like three times in theaters and I've watched it a couple times since then. In fact, now that we're talking about it, I'm due to rewatch it. Um, I think that movie, it's not a remake. It, it really is a reimagining uh, to a certain extent of, of the Evil Dead movie. But my God, was it good. Man, I mean, you've got like I, I put you on the spot there, and you and you hit me with two quality, Boom, quality answers, man. That's why you were a professional. Like, that, <laughs> that, that, that is it. Um, like, and I liked how you kind of discern the the difference between the two because we tend to think like you know I hear remake and people kind of put a lot of things under that umbrella, but remake you know should really be thought of as a more like to the original storyline just told maybe with like a couple differences or maybe like updated for like you know the current times um i really like the uh really like the thing remake uh even and you know as it turns out uh the thing remake as you go on spoilers ladies and gentlemen uh the thing remake from i think 2011 uh it actually ends up being a prequel to the thing which is an awesome awesome movie uh but i feel like the effects in that movie were really good obviously not quite as good not done on the same level as the original uh but they do a good job at um, making what cg they do use um look practical uh if you're a fan of the original john Carwell, not original because even the thing is a remake uh it's a remake of the thing from another world uh, but if you're a fan of that movie, you should definitely check out um, the the newer version of the thing. Uh, you'll definitely you'll definitely like it. It follows a lot of the same beats and the same pacing. Uh, so if you're into one of them, you should be into the uh, into the newer one. And then reimagining, I'm telling you right now, if you have not seen the new Child's Play, you need to do it. You need to do it. And I can I'm not even looking at you right now, and I know the face you're making, but I'm telling you. Even like there are people out there when this movie first came out who were dead set against it for certain reasons, and like I get that, I understand you know people wanting to support you know the original creator of you know the franchise, but you know you know, unfortunately that studio has the rights to that movie and they can do with it what they want and they did but what they did with it is they basically they changed all the rules they kept the name of the doll and i know some people were like oh if they would have just made it a killer doll movie and not called it chucky um it, it would have been fine because that's what it is you have to think of it like it's a killer doll movie it keeps none of the original child's play stuff they slap that child's play name on it um you know really to make money but regardless of that like it is a cool killer doll movie and it is fun like you will have it like i had a great time seeing this in the movie theater there are tons of laughs like there's some pretty good scares and your boy mark hamill does an excellent job um trying to do uh chucky's voice because that's what he's trying to do he's trying to do chucky's voice and it's a little different um but and i don't even know if it's necessarily he's trying i feel like he's trying to do the voice but mark hamill just has that evil like you know creepy uh voice going on that he uh, like shades of the joker there and he just 
He does a great job, man. I'm telling you, you would enjoy it if you watched this. I, we, you know what? Here's my thing, right? So, like, we like we both personally, and we've now done this official, almost officially, a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, almost we, on the dot. We pride ourselves on like this is a fandom podcast. Let's let's raise it up with positivity. Let's stay out of the negative. And you bring up the Grudge and the remake of Child's Play, and I just got like, yeah, you know, it's just not for me. And just keep all my snark no, listen, bottled can, up inside. I'm telling you though, like, listen, I can't, I can't speak to. I try to assume, I assume positive intent. You know, <laughs> um, I, I, I have to. It's, it's in, it's in my blood. I have not seen the Grudge. Um, you know, the new Grudge remake. I really like the Grudge. So it would be like, who knows? Maybe it's really good. But then again, I also accept that that movie not, might not be for me. I don't know too many like younger like kids who are gonna go back and watch the original like J Horror or the Grudge. Oh, but they so might bad. check that they should. But they might check this out. And if they check this out and then they like, oh, like what's this? This is a remake uh, of a remake. Um, maybe I'll go back and maybe this opens that door for them. But I, I'm, I'm telling you right now, you watch that Child's Play movie with anybody who is just a like a like a fan in general of having like a good theater experience like you will have a good time that movie is fun and that's to be fair right like and let's just let's let's put my bias on the table here is that child's play is one of my favorite franchises in horror i adore child's play so i obviously i'm i'm a huge fan of not only the original three but all the stuff that he's done to revive this i'm with you to make it make it viable um and the and just the idea of like the idea of like it's a killer doll movie and they changed the name but they didn't change the name and they just kind of you know it's a nest thermostat gone wrong um i'm just kind of like i'm i'm never gonna watch it i'm just not going to and that's cool man i'm glad you know what here's what i'll say i'm so glad you like it hey that makes me happy you know what i'm telling you if we get any if we get any star from that movie at this convention at, at any one of these monster mania cons like guess what my pick for the movie is it's gonna be child's play and you're gonna watch it and you're gonna have fun because all they did was come up with like a cool like killer doll movie and slapped and slapped the child's play name on it um but the fact of the matter is it's a fun and entertaining movie it just happens to kind of have like the the dressing of child's play on it um if it didn't if it wasn't child's play and like you saw a preview for it and there was no child's play no good guy references you you would be in hands down it's sure all, it's a good time whatever we can we can agree to disagree <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna trick you into watching it but that's fine um speaking of watching movies we watched a bunch of movies recently we did we did our uh, we promised in the last podcast and we got it done our uh, our holiday movie marathon which was awesome yeah man we watched a bunch of stuff basically we just take a big list of movies that we haven't seen that's the one uh kind of um uh, kind of caveat uh we go through we share a, a list and we just populate with a whole bunch of titles and uh if one of us has seen it we try to cross it off the list uh and it's uh it's just an awesome way to sit down man uh, spend some time hold on a second because yeah. i gotta put i gotta you are you are underselling the amount of work that you put into this um so for everyone out there like again like this is this is why this has to be brought up my man over here uh not only takes that list but assigns every everyone a number and then puts that number in a random number generator and then gets a bunch of trailers and then cuts the whole thing together into a single file so that basically we're watching a, a mystery movie marathon where neither of us know of this giant list of movies what's going to pop up um so kudos to you because that's a it's a bit of work that you put in because my lazy butt don't um so yeah man give 
pat yourself on the back a little bit. Give yourself some credit because it, it, it's pretty awesome. It's a, it's a little bit of work, but really we're just trying to almost like recreate that feeling that we get mm-hmm. at Monster Mania when we're sitting down and watching their awesome projectionist go through, screen a bunch of movies. He's always got trailers up at the ready. Um, you know, so I'm just trying to, no matter what we're doing, man, I'm always trying to bring back that Monster Mania influence in one way or another. So what did we, uh, so what did we end up watching? We watched, uh, I think the first flick was, uh, You Might Be the Killer. You Might Be the Killer, which is this, um, uh, movie that, that, that stars, quote unquote, stars Allison Hannigan, uh, from, um, American Pie, How I Met Your Mother, uh, Buffy, of course. There we go. Um, she's in a bunch of, a bunch of stuff and, uh, but she's really only in it for a little bit. And basically, she works in this comic book shop, and one of her friends calls her one night and says, like, hey, I'm at this summer camp. Things have gone wrong. Someone's killing everybody. Uh, and she's talking to him, trying to figure out who might the killer, and it, who might be the killer. And it turns out he might be the killer. Uh, it's kind of it's super tongue-in-cheek. Tongue uh, some of the gore effects in it were pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's, it's lighthearted, very lighthearted way uh, to, you know, to start off a marathon of movies. Yeah, so because we got four movies to go, I think we'll just we'll do some quick hits. And I'll say... Uh, for it might be a killer i think that any fan of horror uh should check it out i liked uh it was kind of original and interesting and it, it is on the horror comedy side of things uh it has some really interesting uh uh let's call it uh bits with uh title cards it's very funny uh yeah I, it does it for me it goes a little bit too far into pandering which is hey hey we're gonna mention this horror movie because we know you've watched it we've watched it haha we like horror movies together and that to me there's there's a fine there's a very fine line of doing that in a movie where it goes from i feel like i'm in on the joke to okay you're pandering um this movie kind of strays a little bit too far into that for me but it doesn't take away from the original concept and you know some like the funny interesting bits and it's you know horror comedy isn't particularly well represented so yeah i thought i think it's absolutely worth anyone checking out super cool yeah you should definitely watch it if you haven't had a chance to see it uh the next movie i think uh would we both agree is was the best of the four yeah i i would say so it, def- it definitely was um it's a you know it's a rather it's a tough it's a tough movie to watch at times but uh it, it definitely conveys its story the best yeah it's a movie called revenge and uh it was a shutter i believe had some hand in the production it is on their streaming service and um i hope that this doesn't come across as wrong but that female attacked and then revenge type movie is one of my personal favorite genres of film. I, there is something about it that I just, I, I love those movies. Um, they're just so cool. It's so cool. when you just like, you know, something terrible happens to this girl at the beginning and she just spends the entire rest of the movie just taking revenge on the people who did her wrong, which is just, I don't know what it is about it, but I just love those flicks. And this was a hundred percent by the book. And it had no surprises to it, but executed flawlessly, which is why it's so high up. Not only just in this marathon, but in general of uh, horror movies I watched in 2019. It's it's up there. It's in, you know, I'm getting probably my top 10, top 15 of 2019. I really enjoyed it. It is in my genre, and I love that genre of film. But even though it was really by the book, it executed brilliantly what were your thoughts you know i'm uh, i'm i'm not uh i'm not really a fan of uh, that genre so much uh but uh even i gotta say like the the acting in this movie is like those bad guys are 
evil um and you know you really you want to see her you know get her revenge uh, on them um and she does so in a, a great a great awesome way it's really ways. more of like an uh, it's really more of like a it's not necessarily like i could see how it's a horror movie it's a horror movie in a way that something horrific happens and then she uh you know goes and she pursues them it's almost like um I'm like it's a, I don't know it's like a weird like taken kind of mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um, okay I get you uh, it's, it's very I feel like it's almost more like action it you know uh, slash suspense um, because there's a there's a lot of those beats to it uh, but uh, that being said like this movie is like you know it's graphic uh, it's gory um, yeah when, when those things happen there's a lot of those like like wincing moments where she has to try to um, like you know save herself from certain situations or you know she has to give herself medical attention in some ways. <laughs> uh, and like you know, she hap- the movie takes place in the desert, so she doesn't really have much at her disposal. Um, and uh, it's uh, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. It's a crazy movie, but it tells the story well. Um, and special shout out to that the the final act. And I don't want to spoil obviously anything, but there's a final act in this um, in this home that is claustrophobic and that feels tight and closed in, and the camera work is just. I can't I cannot talk highly enough about how well executed the music, sound design, acting um, and shot composition was in this film. I'm, I'm going right back to my film school roots here. It is it is it was just it was just magnificent. So I would highly recommend anyone even you know if you're a fan of this genre it's a, it's a given. Um, even if you're not, I think it has a lot to offer. It's it, if you're gonna if you're gonna watch one movie from this genre, this is the this is the one to watch uh, to find out like you know whether or not it's it's for you. Um, it's not. I don't know if I necessarily like I said. I don't know if I necessarily call it a horror movie, but those types of movies do get like kind of um, looped into the genre often. Um, so I mean, it really is. I mean, if you want to dig into it, it, it's probably more in the exploitation than in horror. But mm-hmm. even so, well worth a look. Uh, what was number three? Uh, the next one that we watched after that, I think, might have been um, that might have been Video. It was, yeah, it was Video Drone, um, which is cool because I had not seen uh, me neither Video Drone uh, before. Obviously, I haven't seen any of these movies, uh, but uh, I've always, you know, I've always seen uh, I've seen other Cronenberg other Cronenberg films uh, before, and um, you know, this one this one's definitely out there about this guy who finds out that who runs a um, cable company, and he finds out that there's this weird uh, kind of like pirate broadcasting uh coming from pittsburgh and it's showing like all types of weird exploitation stuff on like general broadcast and he's like i need this for my network uh where can i get it and as he watches more and more of it his reality tends to get like more twisted and distorted in all types of weird like body horror type ways um it was cool i I was into it but like it gets it's just it's just weird it's a weird it's a weird film yeah i feel like this is a movie that is very much a product of its time and I feel like at the time, this was and should be considered, you know, groundbreaking, interesting, independent, I believe, uh, a cinema. And that's cool. In 2020, or I guess 2019 when we watched this, um, if it, it just didn't, I don't think it landed with the impact it would have 20 plus years ago. Um, I thought the effects were great, and you expect that in a Cronenberg film, you expect great body horror. He does that. He's a master of it and, and, and an expert. Um, I think the movie's a little, it, it, not just weird, but it's 
it 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 feels like in places it sacrifices weird for plot and it doesn't quite get me there all in though i'm glad i watched it would i ever watch it again probably not yeah i hear you i I'm, i definitely i liked it i liked it um, yeah it was it was a good time uh shout out to the criterion release of this awesome awesome job totally um i'm uh all t- the disc is like packed full of special features so you definitely want to check that out if you haven't seen it uh and then i think we rounded it out with uh slumber party massacre part two. Oh boy um this um this movie is Man, this this is rough. This is rough, my man. Um, this, uh, oh, man, it, it's basically just like your uh, like killer at the slumber party type movie. Uh, but man, did it take forever to get to that party? Um, yeah, let's just. This let's, movie is like seventy eight minutes long, and it feels like it is six days. Oh, it does. It was so long. Let's just ignore all the bad stuff. Let's talk about the shining piece of this movie, which is what everyone knows from this movie, which is the killer who has the guitar that has a drill bit on the end of it um which is really the only only shining light in this movie that makes it really interesting and we were both looking at me well we were talking to each other and kind of like to be fair it was also the fourth movie we watched uh so we've been going for about five hours when this came up and it just didn't hit for us but this guy just chewing the scenery with this ridiculous guitar uh with this drill bit on it and i remember i looked at you probably about you know two-thirds of the way through the movie and i'm like man like neca where's my where where's my slumber party massacre two figure because i'll buy it like i'm in a total buy yeah the killer is the best part of that movie um like cause it is it is just a straight up struggle and i'm all about the 80s horror and there's there's just not enough of those so bad it's good moments like they are mm-hmm. so super far and in between and like i said this movie is barely 80 minutes long and, and like i challenge you i challenge you not to shut this off in the for, first 40 minutes yeah it, it's brutal and like i said i'm usually pretty positive you know i'm not trying to tell you that a movie is like really bad but it's it's hard for me to recommend this to you because like you know I, we're watching it in the ideal scenario like just like you know, two friends sitting down watching it, like making fun of it, and it, it it was still it was a struggle. And yeah, it was the third, it was the fourth movie that we watched that day. Um, but uh, still, it's still hard. Yeah, still I think difficult. we got about we got about halfway through, and I think we both just checked out and we're on our phones the rest of the time. It needs to be. You, they just need to get to the killer faster and mm-hmm. uh, and do more um, like killer stuff with him. Uh, and you can tell it's super. Like, you know, I don't know how much money they had to make Slumber Party Massacre 2, but couldn't have been that much um, because the killer doesn't really do much killing. He just spends time running around two very empty places. One is an empty apartment <laughs> or an empty condo, like literally empty because the, um, the actresses, uh, like in the story, uh, her dad just bought the condo, so there's no furniture. So that's a great way for them to be like, all right, cool, we have this empty place, there's nothing in it. Just, they, just, <laughs> they just moved yeah, in. Yeah, right. And then the other one is a, like new construction of a building. So they're just, and they're just like basically playing cat and mouse, but like really boring cat and mouse. Um, I need, like, the character is so over the top. Uh, he's basically like John Travolta with this guitar drill. And, um, but there's not enough of like, I need, I didn't, I need way more like winks and like nods at the camera. I need way more jokes because he's way too funny. And it's not like they played him serious. They just didn't play him enough. That, um, that's a good, that, that sums up the movie in, in perfectly is that, they didn't. They just didn't play him enough. So I think it's. I mean, hey, it's proof that not every '80s horror movie is a classic. Hey, that, that is true. But let me tell you, my man, we got we have guest announcements. Not oh, galore. Are we going to talk about the con now? 
I think we should. I think we should. This is the Con podcast. We've, we've only been going for, uh, what, like 30 minutes now? We should probably finally talk about the Con. 35. Your timing's pretty good, my man. But we were, since we started talking about 80s horror, you know, we can't not talk about uh, Friday the 13th, um, Jason Lives, all right? Because that is a great, great entry in the series. Yeah. And the first guest announcement came out on December 11th, and that was at CJ uh, Graham uh, will be here. Oh, great. Another of the Jasons. Um, he's doing of course a, a photo op with maggot head jason um so the first time he's ever done that i feel like they are um between keen hotter and jason x uh get up and then this one i feel like they're really up in their the 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 jasons and the creature guys are really up in their uh photo op game like that's like man i i'm i'm, I'm thinking i don't know maybe maybe you're maybe. thinking no, you might be getting the, the may, photo up? May, I don't know. Jason X is intriguing to me. I mean, yeah, Jason X right there. Uber Jason photo op. It's available Saturday, March 14th, my man. Mm. You could be definitely be doing it. They, we'll we'll they, say. They clean up on those photo ops so much so that they the, like that main room that they used to do Rocky Horror in has been taken over by photo ops. So... I know, that's pretty that's pretty intense but that's super cool man I, I i like that i think that's interesting hey anybody who's like you know getting there like getting what they what they love at the con i'm i'm behind that and it's good for them because you know you may have already gotten your photo taken with cj graham he's been there before but now you can get him taken with a different costume which is super awesome that's cool and just smart frankly yeah um we you we watched three from hell not so long ago we did um uh talked about here on the podcast and uh richard brake is actually going to make his first monster mania uh appearance all weekend long uh he was in three from hell he's in the 31 he's in rob zombies rob zombies halloween 2 he's in batman begins and, and he's also uh in game of thrones i believe as the white walker like the king he wait what yeah he played the that guy i believe so if that's the same guy, or was he just a White Walker? Well, they used so. a picture of the White Walker King. So now you're going to put me on a spot. I'm going to double check this for you, uh, ladies and gentlemen, because fact checking, fact checking, it is 2020. We got to make sure we keep everybody on their toes here. Um, well, look at this. He's actually going to be in the upcoming Tre- Tremors movie. It's called Island Fury. Uh, so that's fun. You definitely have to watch that. Um, I'm actually pretty i like i like tremors i gotta say there I love he is in 31 he is i don't know about this game of thrones i think we might need to up our pictures uh monster mania because that game of thrones let's see as i scroll through <laughs> yeah it's the most compelling i know i know no yeah game of thrones what it's is from 2014 to 2015 he was the night king in two episodes okay so, so they must have switched at some point but that does not take away from the fact ladies and gentlemen and just proves me correct that he was in fact the night king so he gets to own that title which is fine i, I was uh, the reason i even brought this up is that um the the night king uh is currently uh the stunt coordinator on uh the netflix show the witcher which i'm a huge fan of so i got really excited for a half second i was like oh my god can i get some witcher stuff signed but now you've dashed my hopes against the rocks oh that's the, i'm sorry you, you tried to take me down that peg but i just i just climbed climbed myself oh, back that's up cool. there he played the um and, and i don't mean to be disparaging but he played the guy who basically replaced spalding right I think so. Is that is that was his role? Um, cool, man. That's awesome. He's he was fu- he was fun in that movie. He you know he did he did the best he could with the cards that he was dealt, and I thought he did a pretty decent job. I think I'm on record as saying that too. Um, when we, we talk go. about that movie, so cool, man. That's awesome. Uh, we have another. We have a Stranger Things guest. Um, have, did you see? Have you watched a new Stranger? I have the series of Stranger Thing. I have not. Um, uh, season two 
didn't land for me as well as season one. It wasn't bad. It's just yeah. that, you know, so much TV, so little time and all that. I just haven't gotten around to it. I, I think, we've watched it, though, and, and really liked it. I think season three will definitely pull you back in because it is the most, like, like horror-themed one okay. of, of them all, like, by far. Um, definitely turns into way more of a horror show in this one than um, than any of the other previous seasons. Uh, so I, I definitely think if you're looking for, like, a more more like turning up the horror that that's the one to watch um dr uh alexi uh is uh is going to be at the con his actual name is alex uh utgoff uh so intense name there hopefully i didn't butcher it too bad uh but he is a big character in uh part three for those uh who have seen it i don't want to spoil anything for you uh mr rob thanks man. um but uh he big fan favorite people are going to be happy to see him i think uh he's also been in uh one of the jack ryan movies um he's been in san andreas a bunch of uh, other stuff as well um so you can go and they're actually selling photo ops with him too uh, so you can do that as well which is nice cool and and then like the biggest guest um the the last one i think yeah the last one uh that's been announced uh, and that's gonna be sam raimi you Um, texted me about this and i was like no way i said i was like i was like yo this is a big guest and i was like do i ruin this for you right now do i tell you because we try not to discuss this stuff but you were like go for it and i said okay uh and that's sam raimi uh and uh, it's already been mentioned that it says unfortunately Bruce Campbell won't be you know at this convention because I'm sure a lot of people asked. Um, it's gonna be interesting to kind of see um, what is going to um, like what's gonna happen. They're doing uh, they're doing photo ops with it. Um, you can't do a table photo uh, with him, so you have to purchase a pro photo op if you want one. It's gonna be interesting to see what he um, what he charges for an autograph. You know, I have no idea. Um, I could see it going like one of two ways. You know, I could see it being super expensive. I could also see it being super cheap um, because Sam Raimi does not need to do um, like, you know, any type of conventions. Not that everyone does a convention for money um, because I'm sure a lot of people don't need to do it at all. They do it because they love the like, you know, love being able to meet the fans, um, you know, and just kind of interact with them. Uh, But Sam Raimi is like, you know, my, my man's like actively directing all types of stuff right now, like huge huge movies uh so it's just it's just interesting interesting sam raimi's charging 80 to 100 dollars yeah most it's a guarantee most most likely it's worth it yeah um i think that that's a type of autograph that's uh, yeah he he ain't charging no 20 bucks like sam raimi's charging what sam raimi you know deserves because he's you know he's a working and famous uh and spectacular um uh, hollywood director and writer so yeah man uh this is one that um it's going to come down to, and as, it, as I've said many times, can I find something? Do I have something that I'd want him to sign? Um, that's the real question. So do I have, can I find something cool enough for him to, to sign with? And what would I get him to sign? You have so much to choose from, though, man. Yeah. You know, you've got Army of Darkness. You've got Evil Dead. Um, to me, though, like that dark man is like just screaming at me. It, it's funny because that's the first thing I saw. I was like, I wonder because I don't know if we've talked about this, but you love dark man. Yeah, yeah. I have that uh, awesome Scream Factory disc downstairs. And that's normally when I get something signed. I do have like, you know, po- uh, I do have a bunch of posters like on my uh, like mini posters, like 11 by 17s on my wall that I get signed at the con all the time. Um, but I love getting the disc signed too. Um, because you just like the posters are awesome. Cause I see them anytime I come down into my office. Um, they're on my wall. Um, but I love being able to have a disc signed too. 
Um, but uh, I, I, I'm running out of wall space as well. Um, it also kind of helps too when you're going after one of the like you know one of the bigger guests at the con to have the item that you want. So I know this sounds stupid, but to have the item that you want signed in hand already because you might be thinking like, oh, I'm gonna pick something up at the con. You can totally do that. You can mm-hmm. definitely do that. But if you're trying to get one of these big guests, like these like VIP level guests, and you don't have the VIP ticket, like I guarantee you, when I get there. Super early on Friday, after I take my half day at work and I check into the hotel at one thirty, Sam Raimi will have the line. Like I guarantee it, it will yeah. already be happening. Um, and like I've been there and I've gotten in the line at like two o'clock before, and I've still stayed there for five hours. Um, so like it, it, it gets it gets intense. Uh, so you just have to be prepared to be able to do that. This is the first time that I've been like, yo, this 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 might be the VIP con. Um, but at the same time, that VIP ticket uh, is is definitely. Definitely saves you time, um, but it does not include the, the cost of the actual autograph. So, um, something to something to think about. That's for sure. Yeah, I'm. Um, I, I would need to. I would need to. Like I said, I need to find something very especially cool to have them sign. Um, I, I don't think a poster would do it unless, again, it was like a really cool, interesting art piece or something, something exciting. So, I'm still looking for that. I haven't found it yet. I, I think. I mean, part of me would probably actually want to go drag me to hell just because. Yeah, that's a good one. Just because Evil Dead is obviously, I, I adore Evil Dead. I just, I love everything about it, but in all of its iterations. But like, I thought Drag Me to Hell was just so unique and interesting and funny. Um, and PG thirteen. That's fair. That is fair. I'm just saying that genre get that 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 genre. Um, that rating gets so much hate. But I'm telling you, man, you you mind your p's and q's, you can get away with a lot. Well, okay. I mean, the, the Drag Me to Hell came out what seven years? No, God, it's longer than that, dude. It's like 2007, so over ten years ago. Um. How many other I can name on one hand the amount of good horror movies that are PG thirteen, <laughs> and there's hey, not many. You know what? Maybe a discussion for another day. Oh, um, you don't want to do so, that? You sure don't want to do that right now? Uh, we we could talk. Like we, the thing is, we gotta be able to go back and forth. I got I got it, but you know, I want it to be I want it to be real good because I know you you want to come with the hate. So I, I got too much love in my heart. You wouldn't be able to. It wouldn't be a fair fight right now. Um. I think the last thing, if I'm not mistaken, right, the last thing on the uh, agenda today is normally every time that we have, you know, an episode, we choose a movie to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we choose the one for the next the next episode. Now, I chose actually I feel like it was mutual ground um, with, uh, you know, with our movie marathon. Uh, So I definitely think we should choose a Sam Raimi movie. I'm down. Uh, The question is, is there a Sam Raimi movie? That we haven't, and he's got a wide, uh, we're going to look at actual Sam Raimi directed films. Um, and we're going to look and see, is there one that we haven't seen that we should that we should watch? Off the top of your head, do you have, I have the whole thing in front of me, so I'll definitely be able to, um, I'll definitely be able to choose some here and throw some up uh, for discussion. Is there one off the top of your head that you're like, I haven't seen this, he directed it, I want to watch it? Uh, there is. I just don't. I don't want to. I don't want to face your ire. Oh, you think I'm gonna hate? You think I'm gonna give you hate for it? Uh, maybe not hate. Hate's a little strong. Do you I... do you know offhand if I've actually if I've seen it or not? Oh, I do. You I do. do. You, you do you know that I've seen you it. You love it. 
Oh, you haven't seen Darkman? I've never seen Darkman. Oh, man. Um, that, you know, I feel like that's okay, though, because in this in this game, like, you know, it doesn't matter if one of us has has seen it or has not seen it, um, because, like, I uh, I saw Exorcist 3, and you hadn't seen that. Uh, so then, yeah, man, we de- you definitely need to watch Darkman, um, because I'm not exactly the biggest superhero uh, fan. Uh, I'm, I'm just starting to, like, I, I really like, I like, ba- I like Batman. I shouldn't say I really like Batman. I really like Tim Burton Batman, which a lot of people who really like comics hate. Um, but I really like Tim Burton Batman, and um, I like the animated series. Uh, and I'm just starting to get into some of the, starting to watch some of the Marvel stuff. But this is a great, like, Darkman is an awesome, uh, awesome story. And it's a great kind of, like, like melding of horror and uh superhero together uh better than brightburn uh if i if i do say so myself because brightburn's more scary this is definitely more superhero um and Le- stars liam neeson should definitely give it a watch i totally think it should be dark man so is that that's our next movie we're gonna watch dark man yes excellent by the way just so you know to make sure again because we're all about fact checking here on it came from cherry hill uh dragon hell was 2009 so it's over uh 10 years old oh look at that so god Oh man, if we would have gone producer, we could have watched the remake of Poltergeist. We both would have lost our minds, most likely. <laughs> hey man, it's a positivity. Most likely, I said. All right, <laughs> I'm just saying. The original's a classic. Maybe, and I'm almost tempted to, <laughs> to watch Poltergeist, but not the same. Not not the same. Not a directed one. So we definitely. You said, you said Dark Man, no take back. I did say Dark. That's fine. That's fine. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode. Uh, feel free to reach out to us over on Twitter at it came from uh, ch uh, rob next time i'll see you here next month in february well, we will be one month away from the convention so excited that it's only a couple months away just looked at the calendar and i'm like yes Yes. We're so close. So close, my so man. Close. Like it seems like the time between episodes goes really fast. So by doing this multiple like, you know, every single month, like we just get there faster, man, and that's what it's all about. It's an Getting... hour's worth of con every month, man. Hey, that's it, man. That's what we strive for. Uh so yep. We'll see you again right here next month. See you.